Welcome to the Never Stop Getting It podcast, where we take your mind out of reality and have a little fun with life. Here's your hosts, Steve Giroux, Scott Bailey, and John Osimo. Hello, Never Stop Getting It Nation, and welcome to another installment of Never Stop Getting It podcast. The podcast is here to showcase everything and anything that never stops getting it. I'm your host, Steve, and I'm flanked by my two co-hosts, John and Scott. How are you guys doing today? Steve, I am doing fabulous today because... We have such a great guest. I can't wait. I just had a shot of fireball. That helped too. Yeah, no, (laughs) that always that always helps. But um, can't wait for the podcast. Haven't uh, talked to y'all in a little bit, so looking forward to this podcast. So let's get it done right now. Yes, and I I'm I'm excited as well. Um, um, we haven't done like John said a a podcast in a while. We come back with a vengeance because of our great guest. That you know I I've. Me personally, uh, I've done a little bit of boxing on my myself, so I'm I'm definitely interested. I'm a a boxing fan fanatic, so I'm excited and 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 I'm also a wrestling fanatic. So he hits all the boxes, he checks all the boxes, everything boxes for one of my favorite guests. So all the I'm bo- ready. All, all the boxes, no pun intended. Yes, yes. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, our special guest today is a true icon in the world of combat sports. He's a former professional boxer mixed martial artist and kickboxer known for his larger than life personality and devastating knockout power with a career spanning over two decades. He's fought against some of the toughest opponents in the ring and has left an indelible mark on the sport. Please welcome to the show. The one, the only the Butterbean. What's up, brother? I appreciate that. Thank you. Doing great. Doing a good job, guys. Thanks. All right. All right. All right. Good to see you. So, Butterbean, I need to know, can you share with us your journey into the world of boxing and how you get this nickname, Butterbean? Well, it started in a tough man contest, and I'd lose, I'd lose 20 pounds to, to get the 400-pound the weight limit. I weighed 420, so I wanted a Butterbean and chicken diet, and the guys knew I had the Butterbean, so just, just basically a filler or something to fill you up with. <laughs> and, you know, they give you gas bad, too, so they didn't, they didn't like the side effects of it too much. <laughs> but uh, it just stuck. You know, they, they started chanting Butterbean when I was fighting, and it just stuck. Everybody thought it was my nickname. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, throughout your career, I mean, you fought – as as we talked a little bit earlier, boxing, uh, every aspect of combat sports, right? Um, what I makes- haven't done the slapping yet. I don't know if that's even considered <laughs> oh, a sport yet. That's that true. Is, that, is, that is good. That is something that may come down the line. Hey, you have a future, right? <laughs> you, have, yeah. you might have a future. My money's on you, by the I way. I don't yeah. think they'd want to play with me too much. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what led you? Because you know, I know you as as mainly the boxer and stuff like that. What led you to to travel into other venues of, of combat sports. Well, I, like, like MMA, I was talking to a friend of mine, Mark Coleman. I said, I'd like to try that one day. Next thing I know, I got t- 20 promoters from all over the world calling me. Oh, okay. So next thing I know, within three weeks after the conversation, I'm in Japan fighting a, in a K one. Oh, that. And then, then pride got a hold of me and signed me right after that. Yep. So I was fighting a K one, two weeks later, I was fighting a pride two weeks after I was back K one. And then another three weeks after I was fighting the pride, I was like back and forth. And it's like, how about I just stay in Japan for a couple months and, right. and fight? 
But now they want to fly me back and forth every time, which is crazy. So, ba so basically, you built you built a name in boxing, and that name transcended and carried you in and, and helped you out. That right? pro wrestling, kickboxing, a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's unbelievable. As uh, Steve, like my first wrestling match, most everybody knows me from wrestling, knocking out Bart Gunn in, right. Right. Oh, in, in bring that his up, career. Yeah. <laughs> you did. You but my it. first, my first wrestling match was I sold Sable for Mark Merrow. Yes, mm -hmm. that's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mark Merrow was. I think he's still pissed about that. I mean, good luck. <laughs> good thing you got her when she was with him instead of Brock, because I mean, Brock is a, a little. Oh, more. I love the Steeler from Brock. I'd <laughs> Also, Brock's next. Uh, <laughs> you're next. That's great. That's great. That's so. Awesome. Uh, but honestly, truthfully, that now me and Brock would be a great fight. Now, if they matched me and Brock up in a, in a in that type of fight, it'd been a, it'd been a great battle. It really would. People would really love to see that. Steel hey, Cage. Steel I, Cage. I, I'd still love to see that. I, <laughs> I want to throw out there: if that does come to fruition, you have to wear a "Never Stop Getting It" podcast yeah, shirt down to the ring. That'd be great. You heard it here first. Never folks. Stop Getting It. Brock yeah. Lesnar needs to. Butterbean is calling out Brock Lesnar. It needs to wear the "Never Stop Getting I'm not podcast shirt. Out yet, but they, <laughs> I think it'd be, it'd be a great fight. He's a tough guy, tough guy. Two big guys going and battling oh, out. Oh yeah, that's what people want to see. That's why man Tyson would be such a great fight. Two guys headed right each other. No, no backing up. Ooh, no, right. neither one of us thought to back up. That would be right. a good. It'd be one. a great fight. Never even thought about that one. Absolutely, we'd love to see it all. But uh, Butterbean, as Steve mentioned, you were known throughout your career for your larger-than-life persona mm. and that knockout power. How did you maintain your confidence and mental strength throughout your fights? I mean, because that must have been tough, given what everyone perceived you to be. Well, if you had a bigger brother your whole life beating the shit out of you, it wouldn't have been too tough for you either. Yeah, you true. know, I mean... You just go out and get everything you got. That's what I did. I mean, I'm, I wanted it to be exciting for the fans, too. And, you know, and I, I did it for myself. I was having a blast. I mean, where else can you beat somebody up and not go to jail and get paid? Right. That's true. Ooh, there you go. Good point. So, like you were saying earlier, John, we, we, were, we were looking at you online and stuff. Like, your third fight was actually a televised fight, right? Yeah. Actually, yeah. It was my, my third fight, I was on a Tommy Hearns undercard. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. incredible. It's like, and all of a sudden, this guy is third well, fight. Well, prior to before that with Tough Man Contest, I was on pay-per-view before I even turned pro. That's true. That's true. That is, that's incredible. Honestly, that's, and then every, I mean, you had the, the name, the, the, the style, the persona, and that's what, what's very different. The body. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything. Well, when the big fat dude knocks out the Mr. Mr. Clean rippled up yeah, body. That's it. That's it. And the people at home going, that's my guy. That's, that's me right. right there. I mean, hot dogs, watching, drinking a beer. <laughs> a dad bod. You can do it. Anybody can do it. Right. You exactly. had the dad bod before the dad bod was in. It, you can do it. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. No, no, you're absolutely right. Um, looking looking back at, at, I mean, your career, I mean, it, it's been, it's crazy. I, I, and it's not, it's not ended. Obviously, we're, we're still talking. There's, there's angles that, that you can go forward. And, and, and we appreciate that. We love that. But what really stands out to you as as one of your most memorable moments or or important that you thought catapulted you or you, you know and, and and why what, what that bout or that fight what, which one stands out to you? 
you know, there's a lot of them. I mean, I had a lot of fights that, that I was not supposed to win. Like even fighting Larry Holmes, I wasn't supposed to go past three or four rounds. Right. I said, you know, he's going to get too tired. He couldn't have went, you know, 10 rounds with him. And I was, I was going strong at the end of the 10. No, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. To me, if you put your mind to something, you have discipline, I can accomplish anything. Yeah. Anybody pretty much can if they really try hard. A lot of people give up too soon. Yeah. I, I don't have a give up in me. I just don't know how. That's awesome. Yeah. So Larry Holmes just wailing on you. Well, I don't know about wailing on you, but he's punchy. Well, I don't know about what? wailing. It looked like to me it was running the whole damn time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, when he connects, though, what's that feel like? Well, that was my problem. Why he was running was my fault. He hit me with a straight right, and I just took him and smiled, and I said, is that the best you got? Right. And that scared the shit out of him right there. Oh. He run the rest of the fight. That's the So that was my fault. I shouldn't have scared him so bad. Yeah, you should have <laughs> suckered. You know, play possum, yeah. sucker right. him in. Right? Get him close, and then take him out. That's it. You do the Yeah, because if you can't hurt somebody, you can't beat them. It's true. There you go. Yep. There you go. And I have never, if I, if I ever hit somebody as hard as I can, I mean, it was a square punch. I look at me and smile. Is it the best you got? I'm probably <laughs> going to tell the ref I'm done. That's it. <laughs> That's you, true. You yeah. look over and you're like, what are you waiting for? I, right. I give up. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to run from them. I'm not, I've never run in a fight. Never will. That's awesome. You know, if I can't, if I can't knock some out with a couple good punches, something's not right. <laughs> but oh. Hey, you got to go out on your shield though. That's, that's the most important thing. You, you, you may get beat up, but you're going to get some. Licks well, I'm going to keep going. I don't. Yeah. That's the only way I know. Right. I'm not going to let that go by. Did you say the shield? Yeah. Michael. Oh, Michael. <laughs> Michael oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I know what you meant. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, he's, He's well, we could say it now, but yeah. he's also a cop on the other side too. Yeah. So, so I, I he loves that show. Yeah. <laughs> now, now you said it, I see that, but that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I was a reserve officer for about about two years. Oh, me well, too. You, uh, uh, so was did I. you deputy sheriff? Or did you do that or no? Was yeah. What happened? Officer. I was I worked with a drug unit. Yeah. And oh. Discovery actually found out about it. And they come and they they done a short documentary on it. Oh, really? What was the name of it? It was called Big Law. Big, Big Law. Oh, oh, that nice. makes sense. That makes, yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot Big of sense. Big Law, yeah. Deputy Butterbean. For you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> really good show because, you know, like a lot of the shows like that, they, they kind of manipulate. And ours, they couldn't say nothing. They just had to follow and film, and that was all they could do. Right. Oh, that was perfect. And that, that works out great. That's what, what, what you bring. I mean, again, it, it's all your persona, your, your personality. You just, you just, people, they see people latching onto you and that's how shows. And uh, I mean, you've had a, a wonderful career in, in, in combat sports personality. Uh, what's that? What, what do they call that? The, uh, well, the you shows know, that, yeah. you know, where, where you're on and, uh, reality, reality shows. TV. Yeah. I've, had, I've had a lot of fun with life. I mean, there I'm just go. taking the, but you're down the to earth. Come my way and I'm taking it. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. You're down to earth. The people can, you know, they associate with you. They, they're like, this is my guy. Yeah. This is me. Exactly. You know, so it goes it. it goes back to what he said when he was in the boxing. Hey, that's me. I I, yeah. I could do that. I'm six hundred pounds. Exactly. I could do that. Not <laughs> seeing when I met Dallas. It was I was we were doing a podcast. Me, Flex Wheeler, Boss Rooting. Okay. On a guy right. named Rick Baskin, a good friend of mine. We was all doing a podcast and we had Dallas on as a guest. And he was telling us about the show that he was gonna get ready to do. And then Flex told him that, you know, you need Butterbean on there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's what happened. That's awesome. Oh, you're definitely a personality, so why not? Yeah. 
No, you know? exactly. <laughs> and and that, well, also, I needed help. I mean, I wish, you know, they had told me about the DDP five years prior, but I said, the bean ain't doing no yoga. It just ain't, <laughs> you know, it just ain't happening. It's DDPY. It is, you know, the DDPY program is a lot more than just yoga. Right. <laughs> yeah. I have the app. There you go. I do. I have the it, app. It's I try awesome. it out. You know, we you got to flex it out. You do the Hogan thing. You know, it's exactly. great. It is. It is. So it's a, it's a great time. Yeah, but along that vein, um, vein, what 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 advice would you give uh, aspiring boxers or, or people that are in, looking to get into combat sports? You know, I keep saying boxing, but you were you you span the whole spectrum. What advice would you give them? And I'm sure you have. You know, main thing if you're not if you're not enjoying it, don't do it. A lot of people do it just because they want to be. They want to prove something to somebody. They want to do this. If you're not, if you're not enjoying it, don't do it. Right. I mean, right. if you're not having fun doing it, you're not, you're all uptight. I know too many fighters go out there. They're, they're tired of even working, you know, walking the ring because they're so exhausted about the nerves letting them get to them. Yeah. If you're having fun, the nerves ain't going to get to you. Do it for yourself. Don't do it for anybody else. Don't do it to impress anybody. Don't do it to prove you're the toughest man around. Do it because you, you want to do it for yourself. Right. That's good point advice. So, you know, apart from your boxing, a boxing career, you made appearances in television and movies and even professional wrestling, wrestling. So can you share some of your favorite experiences outside of the ring, the boxing ring? Wow. Better not. My wife's here. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, no, we can't yeah, keep we it, it. Keep it PG rated. <laughs> Oh, you don't have to. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You know what? It's, it's really been great. I mean, I've been I've been at matches and like people like Will Smith will just pop in my dressing room, talk to me for you know fifteen twenty minutes an hour. I mean, it's like that's incredible. The people I've got to meet have just been a blessing. Well, we really know just Will the Smith I've got to do and you're watching. He out does. Smith. Yeah. No, you saw that. <laughs> Did he learn that from you? Listen to me. They hit him with a clothes hand <laughs> of a uh, slap. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so uh, speaking of wrestling and stuff because we're huge wrestling fans the bart gun thing so that was that, there was nothing fake about any of that no he's a no, legit was tough guy too match. yeah definitely yeah really so he just i mean if you can turn your head around backwards i would like to see it and his head went all the way around <laughs> it did it did i mean he went through the gauntlet and then he came up to you and i i don't know if he thought he had a chance but you, you didn't give him one. <laughs> I think the biggest problem he had, he went, he, he went and got a boxing trainer and they trained for over a year training for it. Really? In boxing with three women around. It's, it's a brawl. You don't have time to box. Right. You just got to go out and get everything you got. Like he did in the prior matches. He, he would have done a lot better if he would just come out swinging. I'm not saying we're going to want He still got knocked out, but he would have done a lot better if he would just come out <laughs> yep. and swinging. Right. No, you're right. That's you're true. right. That's true. He thought because you were, was that, uh, you know, it was a specimen. He was a unique, really good athlete. I mean, he had all the tools to do it. Right. But I, I, I think he did that because he, he realized like you were an opponent, you were a boxer. So he was like, oh, I need to slow it. I guarantee you. That's what he was thinking. He's like, oh, I got to slow it down to, to make sure I, I, I pick my spots. And like you said, oh, that's, true, yeah. that's probably the wrong approach. He should have just came out and fucking winged it. Yeah, woman around you just got to let everything go. You don't have time to, to fill them out. You don't have time to exactly. dance. You got three yeah. women around. That's it. So right. nothing was scripted. It was just go for it. 
Yeah, just go for it. No right. shit. Well, I, I mean, was pretty sure that it wasn't scripted to get his head fucking wrong. Well, you know, I was just thinking <laughs> Bart Gunn coming to that point. You know, I knew, like you said, he was a gifted athlete and all this, but him getting there, yeah. he went through a gauntlet to get there, though. You know, yeah. he was he was nervous. I mean, he was really nervous going to the ring because I went up to him and said, hey, good luck to you, buddy out there. <laughs> you know, that, that kind of that I know how to intimidate a guy right off the bat, too. Even You know, that's part of fighting. Yeah. If you can sure. have you guys scared of you before, you got that game. advantage. Yeah. Got, yeah. Any little advantage you can get, why don't you just grab it at that sure. point? Right? Exactly. Right. So Butterbean. It's we- like when I fought when I fought Holmes, I messed with him because I knew in his mind he was a former world champion and he wanted to be he could he you know, in the in the boxing world, the biggest name always comes out second. So in the contract I had to road up to where I come out of the ring second. Oh, okay. Ooh. Oh, I see. And Holmes wasn't gonna Holmes wasn't gonna come out of the out of his dress room unless he went out second. Wow. And I knew that prior, so I had to put my contract where I went to the ring last. I was announced last. So it, it ended up costing the promoter a lot of extra money to have me go out first. Oh. <laughs> but the whole thing was planted in his mind that I was showing him no respect. And he was already furious when he went to the ring because of that. Right. right. And that yeah. takes energy. You don't have, you don't, you don't actually, you don't have that kind of extra energy just to waste. What's the longest like fight you've been in? How many rounds? And what, and when I say that, I mean, written in your contract, what, how long was your fight? Could go. You know what I mean? Obviously, they probably wouldn't go well, that long. But with home fight, it was 10 rounds. 10 rounds. I mean, that's pretty much as long as a non-title fight will go. And how yeah. far but did in you pride, go? In Pride, your first two rounds are 10-minute rounds. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. So what's the longest you, got you two ever went? You rounds, then you got a five-minute round after that, or two fives, depending on the draw or not. Right. So what's the longest you ever went round style in pro boxing? Well, I went 10 with homes. Oh, it was ten. Yeah, it was, oh, yeah, it was a decision. He lost. I thought nine 12, was in my was head. Most, yeah, I thought nine. Twelve was, in my was head. the most rounds you can go in a, in a boxing. Yes. Match. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know if you ever went the distance before or not. I was kind of curious. Well, it was, it was only scheduled for ten rounds. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Awesome. That's unbelievable. You know, I could have went. I could have went fifteen or twenty. I was picking up pace at the end. Right. Hmm. That's unbelievable. Awesome. That's awesome. That's crazy. So Butterbean, and uh, as we all know, in recent years, uh, we have seen a rise in celebrity boxing matches and uh, the crossover fights. Uh, there is even reports that Elon Musk may fight Mark Zuckerberg in like Italy or something. That was like that, that was close to happen. But yeah. it's just not going to happen. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's been squashed. Right. Hmm. So uh, what are your Damn. thoughts on these events? And, and basically, how do you feel about their impact on the sport of boxing in general? Well, I think it's good. But the thing is, you got to put two celebrities against each other. Not a boxer and another celebrity yeah, like, right. you know, like uh, uh, Jake Paul's trying to do is, you know, fight other, you know, become a boxer. Either you're our boxer or you're a celebrity. Right. Now, some boxers hit celebrity status like I have kind of. Right. Not not totally, but me, I want to fight another boxer. I want to fight. At one time, me and Shaq was, me and uh, uh, Dennis Rodman was going to fight. Yes. Right. Yep. right. That come real close. And it's been years back. Yeah. But Rodman, Rodman was too scared. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, no. what the fuck? You, you, He's a tough guy, but come on now. <laughs> you, you think? He might be scared. Well, you know, he was a tough guy on the court, wanted to beat up right. on everybody. I guess he just gotten... 
in three or four fights at the time so that they said, well, if you want to fight somebody, we got Butterbean you can fight. Yeah. Yeah. Really, as a follow up to that, throughout your illustrious career, you fought so many different opponents. Is there anyone in particular, a particular fighter you wished you had the opportunity, as, aside from Robin, to, to fight in the ring? You know, I, what do you mean, an actual fighter or like celebrity type? Just thing? Any, anybody, anybody in general. No, boxing. Tyson, I've always wanted to fight Mike. I've always wanted oh, to fight Tyson. Tyson. I think it'd be a yeah. great fight. Uh, for a simple fact, it come, you know, there was a lot of talk into, you know, at one time prior, there was a lot of talk about it, you know, but it just never happened. Promoters, it, it that's what a lot of people don't understand. Well, you ought to fight so-and-so. You ought to fight so-and-so. It don't work like that. Right. If nobody's going to put the money up for the fight, it ain't happening. The fighters ain't putting the money up. Right. right. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, it, just to, to put a cap on, on that particular area is is a difference between like you saying you want to fight Mike Tyson. It's out of respect and it's out of, you know, from 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 a place where where the, the new age now, it's like a celebrity calling out just to get the fucking clicks and all that. It's like, bro, you're going to get your ass whooped. Stop it. That's but not you, me. I, I think I can beat Tyson. No, that's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, like yeah. that. that's where that's where it's like intriguing it's like oh my god this is like you really have a boxing background boxing career and and, and you re really feel and you know that it's not you're trying to just know you and it's out of respect again you respect i'm sure tyson and what he's done i know tyson and I, I mean i consider his friends we you know we're very cordial to each other very good right. guy i mean i got no no problem with tyson as an individual right i just think it'd be a great fight people love to watch it right uh I've never been knocked out. He's been knocked out several times. And a couple of people like Kevin McBride knocked him out. Yep. I fought a guy named Louis Monaco. Monaco knocked out Kevin McBride. Right. Monaco also knocked out Buster Douglas. Yes. Oh, Tyson got knocked out by both of them guys. Them. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. Oh, I mean, and, and that's something that boxing and that's the difference. I mean, now they're almost co-mingling now, right? The boxing fans and and your average fan, your average combat. Oh, I just want to see people fight. Like that's that's some. That's why I fought the way I did. I didn't go out there and box. If you ever watch a amateur boxing match, yeah, you would rather watch grass grow. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. boring. Right. Yes, it's all about the points. Who can tap each other the most? Yep. To me, if you knock somebody down, that you should win that round. But in amateur boxing, you knock them down three times, and it's no more than a jab. You could end up losing that round. Right, right. Oh, oh you're right. Yeah, yeah, that makes no sense. So, I mean, to me, when I wanted to fight, I wanted to fight. I wanted, to, I wanted the people to have a good time. I wanted to have a good time. I wanted to fight. I wanted to scrap, mix it up. You hit me, I hit you. Just let's go at it. No jabbing, running. Best. Let's get in there and fight. So Rocky fight, but real exactly. life. But yeah, in real, real life. life Arturo yeah. Gotti, Mickey Ward kind oh, of fight. God, there we go. There we go. Nice. The battles. That's what people want to see. They want. That's the ones they remember. Right. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So can you tell us about your time with DDP and your accomplishments? Why'd you do it? Well, I mean, I'm very, I mean, I, I can touch my toes. No problem. How many 300-something pound guys can do that? <laughs> not, not, I'm not 300 pounds anymore, but. Right. You know, not not a lot of guys my size can do that right off the bat. I can't even touch my toes. And uh, I'm not even close to 300. 
<laughs> I'm very flexible. I mean, I'm. It's really. I think all boxers should do a type of the yoga or the DDPY program because, especially if you're going to lift any kind of weights to get stronger, you get all, all stiffened up. Right. Uh, DDPY has really helped me loosen up. It's helped me a lot with my boxing, my punches, everything. So I've I've actually more power now than I did before. Really, more power. Yeah, we, we took over the garage and, uh, you know, I had a full boxing gym in the garage, you know, basically the bags and that's awesome. Uh, I don't know if you, you're with boss rooting. Yes. Yes. Well, boss has this new thing out and, it, and it's designed for kicking also, but I've moved the arms upwards. Basically you got four arms. Yep. I'm telling you what thing is awesome. I mean, I, I use it all the time, especially for inside work. Yeah. Training. Equipment. Uh, has, I use it. Got bags. I got. Yes, it, it's really, really great, 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 great device to use. Awesome. So, so I got a full setup there in the garage. No kidding. So what made you want to go to DDP? Well, like I said, I was on the podcast, and I mean, I was in a wheelchair for over three years. I couldn't walk. Really? My main thing was to walk. Once I got to walk, and I started saying, man, I feel good enough to fight because I felt great. Right. So, you know, the media catches on that thing, and then, you know, next thing they're saying, well, you ought to fight. You know, I feel good enough. I'm I'm in better shape now than I was when I was fighting. That's so that nice. just makes me that made me want to want to fight one last fight just to prove that if you put your mind and you got discipline, you can accomplish anything you want to accomplish. Right. That's incredible. DDP is one of a kind person, isn't he? He's helped me a lot. I mean, he's helped me a lot. It's it's he's helped so many other people out. And I've turned people like a good friend of mine just had a motorcycle wreck, uh I don't do watch Moonshiners, a TV show. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I've seen it. Moonshiner yep. Josh just hit a wall doing like a hundred mile an hour. Ooh, really? Uh, I didn't geez. know that. Uh, they were going to chop his leg off. He couldn't walk. It was going to be two years before he could even stand up. Really? And within five, six months, they got him walking already. He's not walking a marathon walk, but he's at least doing steps. That's incredible. Wow. Holy crap. What a story. So no, yeah, it's, he's helped Dallas and them, the, the, the whole group, the DDPY family has helped a lot of people out. And and that's kind of amazing, like how that all came about. And I mean, we we've talked to other people in in the program and whatnot. And and it just as a as a wrestling fan, so I saw that come out when it came out, and I'm like, you know, it's almost like a gimmick. But then you see the success stories, you and other other guys coming out of that program, and it's like, wow, well, Jake the Snake, Jake the Snake would yes. not be here right now if it wasn't for Dallas. No, you, you, I've heard the testimonials, and, and you know, because we're again we're wrestling fans, so we followed some of these guys, and and I, I mean that he it has done something incredible. And it's awesome that it's available to 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 people like you guys because to everybody. I don't know that you guys would have reached out. Everybody, if it wasn't him, I don't know that you would have reached out to some fucking Joe Schmo doing a uh, yoga and all. You you wouldn't have been interested. Yeah, I'll be honest. I was at the point I would have done anything. I was trying anything that would help. Yeah, yeah. You know, anything I felt to 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 get out of pain to just to. I mean, I was in bad pain. I mean, like. Right. Both hips were seized up. I couldn't stand up more than a 90 degree angle. I mean, I was. That's crazy. And he's been there. So yeah, that's, was, that's what's, it, it comes from somebody that's been there and through that. And that's, you know, I, I'm sure that that helped out and he's, he can, he can talk you through things. It's like, it's not some dude that's just like, oh, I know how you feel. No, you don't, bro. <laughs> the proof is yeah, in he's, the pudding. He's felt it. Believe me. He's, yes. he's felt it. Yeah. He yes. knows exactly. Yes. So let me ask you a question. So, uh, what, what legacy do you hope to leave behind in, in, in this whole combat sports, you know, aside from about just the whole thing and what would you like to be remembered for yourself personally? You know, 
the main thing to me is that anybody can do it. If they put their mind to something. Yeah. I mean, sure. There's things some people can't do if they're physically not able, but if you're a physical able body and you want to do something, you can, you can push yourself and make it happen. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm, I was a fat kid in school that always got picked on that, that wasn't ever going to be able to mount anything that the teachers give up hope on me that, you know, just he wasn't going to accomplish anything in life. He's going to live off, you know, whatever, uh, sweep janitor's floors. But if you, if you push yourself and there's mind you, there's nothing wrong with being a janitor and pushing a broom. Right. Right. But if you push yourself, you can accomplish what you want to accomplish in your life. And look where you're at now. You, you, you might not like getting up at five in the morning and having to go out and run. But if you don't do that, you're not going to get ahead. If you don't push yourself above what you're doing right now, right. you're not going to get ahead in life. There you go. That's incredible. I agree with that. Absolutely. Well said. Just like y'all's podcast. If y'all don't get together and say, hey, let's do something. I mean, I, I'm i sure there's times y'all like, I don't feel like doing this today. But you do it anyhow because you want to you accomplish something. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, we want to do it to showcase people like you. Yeah. Like I said earlier. This podcast is about Pretty showcasing that. people that never stop getting it. And I tell you, you epitomize that, which is incredible. I mean, we're so appreciative to have you on the show. Yeah. And 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 along that line, I mean, we've we've had guests that, like you said, I'm more like Steve was the, the architect. John was on board. I was like probably the last one to come on board. And I'm like, I, I'll do it, whatever, Cause just because you guys want to do it. But I'm so amazed right. at the people that I've met. And, and talk to and and I never would have had those opportunities to talk to these people and hear their stories and inspire and get inspired and be able to reach out. I mean, this this I love it. It's great. I agree. It's so well. For example, for example, a buddy of mine I met him at, at a at a show. Yeah, his name's Larry the Legend, okay. and this one of his shirts. There you but go. what he accomplished, he he got bone cancer mm. and he slipped a lot of weights. He ended up after bone cancer after healing. He went and won the held the world world curl record, wow. and also held the state record in Georgia curl record. There you go. After bone cancer, they had, they replaced his bone with a cadaver bone. Wow! So don't you think that was a struggle? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's more than a struggle. But if you if you give that little effort in life, you can accomplish stuff. And I think the world would be a lot better place if everybody would try just a little harder. No, that's that's well that's 100%. said. Percent, and and I'll tell you, Butterbean, it's it's been such a pleasure for us not only to meet you, but to hear your stories and to listen to everything that you have done here throughout your life, and you will continue to do because you're not done, right? Exactly. And as Steve just oh, said, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely I'm, I put my mind to doing this last fight, uh, just just to prove to myself that I can I can accomplish something. Going from not walking. Being in a wheelchair for three years, up going and running bleachers right now. Uh, I was over 515 pounds. I'm at 290, 294 right now. I think. Wow. I've never been under. I never fought under 300 pounds ever. That's great. Congratulations. Uh, as Steve just said, we showcase those who have the "never stop getting it" motto, and and, and you epitomize that motto 100. percent And we know that you have overcome adversity not only when you were younger but again just mm -hmm. recently so you've done it several times and you are an inspiration 
to so many people out there, and so many of our listeners now can uh, can really appreciate the fact that you've been on our podcast, you've shared your stories, and you have inspired so many of us, including all of our listens, listeners. So thank you very appreciate much it. for coming on. We appreciate you, and we will uh, be forever fans. Definitely, definitely. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And, uh, and before I, I get into, I'm going to let you, I'm going to give you the floor for a minute, but I, I feel... I, I would feel remiss if I didn't say that I feel this is almost a production point. He has one last fight, guys. Maybe money. Once we find, we gotta out make some money. Where that is, <laughs> maybe we take a, a, a never, road trip. Ne- yes, uh, we love. Never road stop trips. getting a road trip, and we talk about. Oh, that sounds like a good thing. Yeah. So you let us know where that's gonna be, and and we'll and be there. We're gonna make every effort to get out there and, and, and support you through that. Yes, fight. exactly. Appreciate but, that. I do. Uh, is there that being said is there anything that you are doing aside from that you know trying to promote that but uh that's that's in the future is there anything you want to promote you know whether you're doing it well, somebody else are, doing it? you know i'm promoting right now is that, like i said ddpy if you haven't ever checked it out it don't matter if you're 80 or 90 yep go to ddpy uh website check it out and i also got a tiktok page it's it's butterbean king of four there you go um, and like, you can keep up with me. I post regularly about my weight loss, uh, what I'm doing, my bag work. I'm showing some videos on that. Just a lot of different stuff. What's going on in my life. It's kind of like my way of a Twitter. Cause I don't, I don't like Twitter. <laughs> I, I, I've seen it. I, I seen you hold up your pants, your old set of pants. You lost belt? half of yourself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I've lost. I, I didn't realize how much I lost. So I picked them up. That's incredible. Oh, talk about never stop getting it. We want to thank Butterbee for being on the podcast. And again, check us out wherever you listen to your podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And of course, Butterbean, just like you, never stop getting it. Booyah. Always get it, guys. Thanks a lot. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Never Stop Getting It podcast. And join the community on Facebook. Never Stop Getting It and Twitter at Never Stop Getting It and of course, NeverStopGettingIt.com